could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Every moment is an organizing opportunity. Every person, a potential activist, Every minute, a chance to change the world. And that quote is from famed civil rights activist, Dolores Huerta. One more quote for you all before we get started today. You can't always measure the effects of activist work. You just have to wish and pray that the message gets through. And that quote is from Yoko Ono. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, creator and producer of Express producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, which is a top nonprofit honored by both GuideStar and great nonprofits. Before we get into today's show, however, myself as well as all the awesome volunteers at Be The Star You Are implore you to check out our website at btsya.org. Look at the events tab there to see the exciting events we have coming up, and also visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com to check out past editions of our show. I'm Jovan Hundle, and today's Express Yourself edition is all about the gift of activism. And I'm Kenneth John. To begin this week's show, Jovan and I will be reading a chapter from Be The Star You Are's new anthology entitled Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. And one half, the, or, sorry, the inspiration for today's show. It was written by Bridget Gia, a former Be The Star You Are volunteer herself, who was actually once the lead host of our program, and is currently furthering her studies at Vanderbilt University. At the time of her writing this chapter, Bridget was a high school junior with a passion for literature, particularly poetry and historical fiction. A varsity debater, uh, having participated in several winning political campaigns at the state and U.S. congressional levels, she is deeply interested in helping to bring the flaws of society to light. Gio was a concertmaster for her high school's orchestra and enjoys reading, playing the violin, and weightlifting. And without any further ado, here is The Gift of Activism by Bridget Gia. Change comes only with the will of the people. And our actions as individuals contribute to the strength of a collective force that has the power to drive the world in a fresh new direction. When we come together to espouse a universal cause and push it past the obstacles that it faces, we are better able to ensure that the objects of this cause become quintessential components of our, of our society. Activism is a necessary element of popular vocalization, and becoming an activist is a key step to be taken towards finding one's own sociopolitical voice. I've always held strong beliefs about the way our world works. I'm ready and willing to fight for causes that embody these beliefs, and during the 2016 election season, I decided to jump right into the fray and work to ensure that my voice would be heard. I entered the political scene as a high school fellow for the San Francisco Democratic Party and continued my work as an intern with U.S. Congressman Ro Khanna's inaugural campaign. The time I spent under these two organizations shaped my political viewpoint into a concrete stance, allowed me to interact with and work alongside some of the most incredibly dedicated individuals I've ever known, and pushed me to really give my all towards sparking a positive change within my community. When I first started working with the campaign, I wasn't quite sure that I, that I had the ability to convince others to support my causes. 
As an activist, you put yourself and your beliefs out into the world. The people you talk to will form opinions about your cause based on your words and actions. And the idea that you represent larger, overarching concepts that play vital roles in today's society can be rather daunting. But the level of commitment I witnessed from those working around me inspired me to really give my all towards fighting for what I believed in. My campaign manager, for example, put every shred of effort he had in him towards getting Ro Khanna elected. He truly believed in Roe's message against government corruption and worked tirelessly to share it with voters in the area. Roe's campaign was built on grassroots efforts, meaning that his campaign would be carried out by volunteers, ordinary individuals who supported Roe and the values he fought to implement. The night before Election Day, I was out canvassing from door-to-door in Fremont, California. Daylight savings hours had just been implemented, and it was so dark that I couldn't see past my own hand. This is it, I thought. Let's go home. It's too dark, and Election Day is tomorrow. What good would knocking on doors do at this point? So I called my manager and I asked him whether I I could head home since it was already dark. I'll be here till 2 a.m., he told me, because election day is tomorrow and every vote counts. How could I go home after I'd listened to his dedication? I stayed in Fremont and knocked another 35 doors in the dark, knowing that my manager would be out there for hours after midnight. In the end, Roe was elected to Congress with 61.1% of the vote. The efforts of individuals like my campaign manager had not gone to waste. The intense persistence and drive I witnessed and experienced during my time with the campaign was nothing short of extraordinary, and real change was brought to the community when Roe replaced a 16-year incumbent representative. My campaign manager fought against government corruption and special interest financing by acting to elect a candidate who refused to take special interest money. The success that his cause found is a real-life example of activism's effectiveness. The modern world is objectively better than the past in terms of technology and the individual's average standard of living, but there are still many issues that we must fight to solve as a united force. Therefore, it is important that we shed the the complacent viewpoint that many carry today and stand up for the causes that we believe in. Grassroots activism is the megaphone that amplifies the voice of the people to change the world for the better. You meet inspiring people, push yourself to the limits, and discover yourself while you're bringing your message to the world. And now for a short activity that Brigitte included with the chapter, entitled Take Root. The best way to become an activist is simply to go out there and spread the word. Many people plan to volunteer for a cause for years, but are ultimately never able to get up and espouse the cause that they wish to support. You can fight this urge to take a seat in the back row as a bystander by reserving a weekend in the near future to determine what is important to you. Find a cause, reach out, and help the message to succeed in its goals. And here's how to do that. Number one, start by researching your cause and gaining knowledge about the issues. Number two, jot your notes down on a sheet of paper or create a file on your device to keep track of your information. Next, visit your local library or search online for programs to join. After that, find events where you can volunteer your time and expertise. Number five, write these venues down as well and sign up for these opportunities to help out and engage in grassroots activism. And number six, most importantly, participate. A true difference is only made when people come together and work towards a common goal. Become part of a positive force, convey your ideas to the world, and help with solutions to problems. One way to really motivate yourself to actively espouse a cause is to post a message about your cause in a place that you frequently see, your computer, dashboard, or mirror. In this way, you will prompt yourself to become an activist and reach out to others. The path to impacting society and transforming the system for the better is paved by individual and collective activism. Act now. And now for a short little parting quote that Brigitte has included. How wonderful it is that nobody has to wait a single moment before starting to improve the world.
And that quote is from Anne Frank. Oh, I thought that was a really excellent way to start off our activism show for today. Um, seeing as when Brigitte was doing all this activism work, she was a high schooler herself, and um, is really able to exemplify the fact that you know high schoolers and teens really can get involved in these sorts of issues and work and even succeed in their goals to make certain issues more prevalent, more talked about, um, and do so as a young person. And I think this chapter was a really great way to start off our show and exemplify that little activist spirit. Yeah, definitely. And in her exercise, uh, that little you know paragraph, uh, she laid out the steps very like very simply and clearly. Um, you know, just going over those simple steps that anyone can really take. Just learning about different causes, the ones that you believe in, um, and just you know participating in your community, just going around, um, talking to different people, uh, joining different causes, and how big of an impact that little thing, uh, those little steps can really take in the end. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's a really important point that um, when looking at the steps that she's talking about, it really is that simple. You know, like being an activist isn't some like really really high standard. Um, you necessarily have to apply to yourself. It's just standing up for the things that you believe in and doing it in a way that will hopefully make other people believe in them as well. And so it really is um, rather straightforward on how to start working towards those goals. And, you know, the rest is up to you and every other person out there. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, you know, important to note that this story did have like a happy ending. Um, Her cause and what she was basically fighting for uh, did turn out to, uh, you know, come true in the end. Uh, Rokana was elected to the Senate in the end um, because of her support. And, you know, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes that kind of thing fails. But, you know, it's important to remind yourself that that's not a reason that you shouldn't go out and um, really stand up for what you believe in. You know, these things take a lot of time. The fact that all of us here can uh, go out and participate and vote for different, uh, you know, options and whatever we want to uh, put into office um, those took those kinds of rights took activism too, and took different people fighting for their uh, beliefs and rights. And yeah, it was it's a really gradual process that you know it does make an impact in the end. It's just not always immediate. Well, definitely, and I think um, it's actually just a great example of what you're talking about is just um, that I know of Congressman Rokana. So he actually tried to primary the incumbent that he eventually defeated in 2016 with the help of Brigitte and other student volunteers. Um, he actually tried to primary the same incumbent two years earlier in 2014 and actually failed, but then he came back two years later and succeeded. And whether or not you agree with the um, you know, specifically specific policy positions and stuff of this particular candidate, I think we can all agree that it's admirable to keep working towards the goal. And even if you do fail the first time, just like you said, there could be a happy ending right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd like to thank Bridget for such an amazing chapter. Yeah, it was really intelligent and fascinating and really just insightful over our th- uh, theme for today's show. Uh, with that, however, our first segment of today's show uh, has to come to a close. Be sure to support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are uh, 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program. Be The Star You Are desperately needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Operation Wildfire Disaster Relief Fund is an ongoing outreach program to help survivors of natural disasters. We need donations to help ship much-appreciated books to victims. Please donate today at www.bethestarur.org. And you can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. I'm Kenneth Jun. 
and I'm Jovan Hundle. Watch BTSYA's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are, and also be sure to pick up our brand new anthology, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, celebrating gifts of positive voices in a changing digital world, which is where this chapter actually is from. And you can find that at cynthiabryan.com slash online store, at Amazon, or at any other book retailers you frequent as well. Uh, make sure to stick around as we continue our show on the gift of activism. To hit them with style Always want to shack shack girls with a nas nas On them boobies like Hong Kong Shut the big mouth to the grave Don't shit on me like a trash girl Just saying Gucci on my feet Showing that I'm confident Maybe on my face Hiding all my imperfections If say On my skin to prove to myself That I'm pretty Before you trip on me Live my life before you call me all those names Feel my pain cause this is who I am Know my name before you come and judge me Walk in my past before you trip on me Live my life before you call me all those names Feel my pain cause this is who I am Try to know my name Say you know my name don't judge your money, try to know my name. Say you know my name, how do you know my name? Don't spit on my name. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Empowerment. I'm Kenneth John on Express Yourself, and today's show is all about the gift of activism. And I'm Jovan Hundle. For second and third segments today, we have the amazing opportunity to speak with up-and-coming R&B artist, Priest K. And the song you actually just heard during the break was her brand new single called Know My Name. Inspired by Janelle Monet and Stefan Don, Priest K is one of the next generation's most talented R&B artists, writing contemporary pop that draws from the spirit of soul and urban music. After previous releases, I Want It and Do It helped to build an undeniable buzz surrounding Priest K last year, she's set to enter the mainstream in 2019. Hailing from Strasbourg in France, Priest K is currently based in Birmingham, United Kingdom, a city she moved to for the love of its music scene and to pursue her dreams of being an artist within the UK market. And with that, let's welcome Priest K onto the show. Hi, Priest K. Hi. Hi, very glad to have you on the show today. And just kind of diving right into it, I wanted to ask you, so what drew you to the music industry and inspired you to become a singer? Well, I come from a a big musician family. Uh, My dad has five gospel choir back in France, uh, in Strasbourg, where I grew up. And uh, my mom is a singer as well, so music has always been like in my roots. So uh, without it, it, I feel like I'm nothing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, music must just really be a really important part of your life. And yeah. Um, what do you really try to uh, focus on with your music? You know, like I've uh, your different songs seem to really be inspired by, you know, self-empowerment and stuff. Your new single um, yes. is all about that kind of thing. Uh, your other song, Do It, was also very much about being happy with yourself. What do you like yes. to really focus on within your um, different songs? Well, I focus on my experiences, you know, um, most of the songs talk about myself, things that I've um, been through uh, and things, how I felt, how those kind of things make me feel as well. Then people can relate as well, that they're not the only one going through the same thing. Uh, We're all going through the same thing, if you see what I mean. Definitely. And I love that sort of universal um, message of self-empowerment and... And that like kind of permeates throughout your entire discography. Um, and so I also wanted to ask you then if you could explain to us your creative process. So like what happens when you like think of an idea for a song and then what all goes into churning out that song? Well, the, it depends on each, uh, each song, actually. Uh, example, for uh, Know My Name, um, I received the instrumental. And the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, I want to talk about uh, how people judge us without even knowing you and putting a label straight away about you. So it really depends on a lot of things. Uh, sometimes I can be walking and then the idea just come and then I start writing, put myself on the piano. So each song has uh, their own story, how it's been created. How do you uh, choose your instrumentals and things like that? Um, do you have any specific styles that you like to go for? Well, at the moment, um, what we do is like, my manager actually is the one sending me things like, oh, do you like this one? What do you think about this? I'm like, okay, this one talk to me more. This one not really, it's not really me. So I'm looking for something that talk to me 
goal than uh, something or and I'm also ready to try something new to um, to wow the audience as well. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, you know, like collaborated with any other artists or anything, um, you know, uh, maybe with moment. instrumentals or anything? Oh. Uh, yes, with instrumental, yes, but uh, vocally not at the moment. So anyone who's like want to <laughs> to uh, featuring with me, they're more than welcome to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure you've got a couple of, you know, like yeah. musicians out there now trying to get your contact information. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm open. <laughs> and I also wanted to ask you then, so you talked about, um, for example, like one of your influences is Janelle Monet, who myself yeah. I'm a pretty big fan of as well. And so I wanted to ask you, um, so what is it about artists like her that inspire you? And then how does that translate over to your work? Well, the thing that I really like about Janelle Monet is she's very different. If you see her music, is very different from yeah, everyone. Yeah. And uh, her background is mainly from, uh, she like uh, um, James Brown, all those funky things. And uh, coming up from a gospel background and soul as well. So all my music kind of relate to her because it's not really R&B, R&B, but there is like different funky things. It's almost like Bruno Mars as well. I'm a huge fan of Bruno Mars as well, and, and he influences me a lot as well. Oh. And Alicia Keys as well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You talked about, you know, like having that uh, background, um, but obviously now you're more of a, I mean, it has like funk and soul kind of mixed yeah. in, but you're kind of a pop artist now. Um, yes. What exactly led you to go down that path instead of, you know, sticking to more maybe like classical or digi- traditional genres of music? Well, pop music is the most popular thing nowadays. And um, so we talk to a lot of like teenagers as well. So why not? And I do love, love pop music as well. Like Michael Jackson was the king of the pop. So maybe we'll have a queen of the pop too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, and I also wanted to ask you then, so just looking at your background, since you grew up in France, do you also perform music in French as well? Uh, like if I write in French? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately not, <laughs> which is very weird, but unfortunately not. I've always been a huge fan of English language, so always have written in, in English and always have sung in English. Interesting, yeah. And so I also wanted to um, ask you then about how you said you came from a family of musicians. Are you, like your mom and dad, for example, do they do similar styles of music as you? Do they do it in French versus English? Um, what's the dynamic like there? Um, well, my dad, um, with his choirs, is more like uh, African roots. So all this choir will be singing like a... Um, African music with the the drum, African drums and all of that, and we they do sing Negro spiritual song as well, which is the most uh, popular thing in gospel. So it's very variation, and there was like some French songs as well. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's very, it touch everything. So we're very multicultural. Mm-hmm. Um, did you always know you wanted to be a musician when you grew up? Uh, yes. <laughs> your parents were, I'm assuming they were pretty supportive of you, right? Because they were they musicians themselves. Yeah. yeah um, how was that trajectory like? Uh, how did you first get into 
uh, performing music? How did you, you know, after maybe high school or college or anything like that, get into the professional scene? Um, so I was, pr- I would say I was pretty much in the professional side since very young already mm. oh. because I was already uh, performing like concert with my dad choirs and um, doing solo, playing the piano, piano, conducted choirs. So um, I, I wouldn't really know when exactly, because for me, I was already professional when I was since I was very young. Uh, yeah. It's kind of very hard. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. so I also wanted to ask you then, um, so what kind of led you to choose the musical style that you did choose the way you had? So instead of, you know, necessarily doing something in French, doing something in English, doing something similar from your parents or different from your parents, uh, what inspired you to choose the music style that you did choose? Everything is by heart. Music is about heart, well, how you feel. So if I don't feel it, my audience are not going to feel it either, if you see what I mean. Definitely. And I also wanted to ask you about um, performances. So have you performed live or went on any um, like tours or anything like that? Or do you have plans to do so in the future? Yes, the plan is to, before the end of this uh, year, to bring up my first EP. So guys, make sure that you're online about it. <laughs> Checking about sure, it. Yeah. yeah. And um Yes, I was in Cyprus last year to perform there. And oh, wow. uh, a lot of great things coming up uh, for 2020 as well. So, yeah, stay tuned. Do you ever get nervous or get anxiety performing? Uh, there is kind of like different nervous. I'm not nervous being like singing in front of people. I'm nervous like is more excitement nervous, if you see what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not like I'm scared. It's just more like, yeah, this is time. It's showtime. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's probably from, like, the positive fan reaction that you yeah. get. Um, how is it interacting with fans like that? Uh, do they generally come up to you and, like, uh, you know, connect with you, uh, like, intimately or anything? How do you feel talking to them? Yes, they do. A lot of them do. Um well, it may it make you feel proud. Makes you feel proud because there's a lot of work behind that behind the scene that people don't see. Uh, so it makes you proud that people appreciate your work and everything that you're doing. That you give them the motivation as well. You know. So yeah. Yeah, and I hope that um, you know you inspire a whole new set of musicians too, just like some of your biggest inspirations inspired you. Yeah. <laughs> and I also wanted to ask you then, um, so what advice would you have for any burgeoning young singers out there, anybody who wants to join the music industry? Don't give up. The road might be very hard, but it's worth it. So don't give up. That's my advice. Oh Yeah, for sure. And have you ever... Um, felt that you know that philosophy of yours has ever been like challenged like has there been you know any other like low points for example that you had to work your way out of or anything that made you I guess sort of doubt your road that you were going after yes um doubt myself no because I know my worth Mm -hmm. but 
how to make it. Sometimes the road can be a little bit blowy. So I was very unsure about how to get there. I know where I wanted to get, uh, I wanted to get, but sometimes the road was very blowy. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any other people, you know, other than your parents that you um, maybe helped, that helped, uh, I guess, build your career or anything like that? Yes, uh, any friends. friends that you confided in? Yeah. Yes, my, a lot of my friends, like, they're around me. They're, they're all, they all know themselves. They're the ones who've been there since the beginning, giving me the strength that I need to 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 get my, my dreams come true, to make my dreams come true, sorry. So they know themselves. Those are the people. You, you need, like, you need people to help you out to build your dream. You can't build it by yourself, and you need all those, those support as well. That's definitely, yeah, I think that's a really great point that um, no matter what your goal is, whether it's something like the music industry, whether you have a different passion, I think it's definitely really important to always have that support system. And also the mindset that you were talking about earlier about never giving up. I think those are two things that will definitely aid your route to success, no matter what industry or passion you're um, going for. And also like surrender yourself with the right people. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And um, yeah, I thought I think that was an excellent conversation. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we are out of time for this segment, but I'm very happy to be able to continue our conversation in the next segment of the show. Um, Thank you. Of course, yeah. And audience, make sure to check out Priest K at Priest K underscore official music on Instagram, as well as Priest K on YouTube and Spotify. And Priest K is spelled P-R-I-S uh, dash K. Um, my name is Joe Hundle, and listeners, be sure to stick around for another great conversation with Priest K in our next segment. And I'm Kenneth John. Also remember to pick up a copy of our newest anthology. The book is called Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices change, uh, Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, which you can find on CynthiaBryan.com slash online dash store, Amazon, and other book retailers. Visit www.bethestarur.org for more information about Express Yourself and Be the Star You Are. Make sure to keep listening as our show on the gift of activism continues. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. This edition of Express Yourself is all about the gift of activism. And I'm Kenneth John. For our third segment today, recording artist Chris Kay is kind enough to stay with us here and share more of her thoughts and experiences today. Her powerful new single, Know My Name, is out now. Know My Name is a seductive track that announces the arrival of an irresistible talent. Chris K sings, raps, and lays down insightful lyrics over smooth production that draws from trap, hip-hop, and R&B. This song is inspired by female empowerment and Chris K's observations on being a woman in today's modern society. Know My Name explores, in Chris K's words, how easily women can be judged or put in categories because of the way they look. The empowering anthem explores what it means to be beautiful and sends out a call to women everywhere to stand up and believe in themselves no matter what they're up against. And with that, let's bring Chris K back onto the show. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> Hi. So in our last segment, we left off on, you know, the power, importance of perseverance and not giving up. Um, and I think that really relates, translates into your music a lot because, you know, your music is very uplifting and, you know, firm. Um, do you find yourself with that kind of intentional message behind your music often? Yes, I do, because um, as I was saying earlier, like um, all my songs actually talk about things that I've experienced so in the past, growing up, and things that I've noticed, and that's the reason why I wrote to know my name, like the way that people have like put me into a category straight away without even caring to to uh, to acknowledge where I'm from, things that I've been through, etc., etc. Could you go into a little more specifics about, um, you know, the newest track, Know My Name? And I know it's about, like, female empowerment and stuff, but uh, is there anything else you would like to add on to that description? Yes, so, um, basically, a lot of women, like, get judged a lot, and because because of the way we get dressed and the way we act, etc., but inside, it's just a cover, like, what I want to say is, like, it's a cover, inside is deeper than that and I know we're talking about women but sometimes what we keep forgetting as well is that men do get judged as well well by all the guys or by all the women a lot as well which is hard for everyone you know mm-hmm. yeah definitely. and I think, and I think um, your song definitely really speaks to that especially how you're talking about how you talk about your own um, experiences but then again just like how you're saying those experiences can be generalized to a lot of different people so whether it's other women whether it's men um, a lot of people get judged based off the way they look or the way that society thinks they're supposed to act and I definitely like how you have that sort of universal message that's communicated through um, your own personal experiences yes definitely and um you know, like I was a tomboy a lot when I was <laughs> when I was was growing up. You wanna say say that when you see the pictures, 
So um, <laughs> I have to, <laughs> I've been through a lot, like to change that. And I, the reason, the only reason why I was a tomboy was only because I didn't want uh, people to see my figure or my shapes. And uh, and then like guys will be coming and pick it up on me. I didn't want them to think that I was easy to get. You know, it was because of a lot of things. That's why I put that tomboy cover up at the front. Then people will come and annoyed me, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, obviously you seem pretty different now uh, with how, <laughs> yeah, um, you are in like pictures and stuff. Um, yeah. How did you come to uh, create your image in that way? Like what exactly happened to transition into that kind of uh, style and picture? As they say, growing up makes you wiser. And, uh, and you learn a lot about yourself as well. And then that's the reason why no money comes because I learn about myself over over the years and I know what I like and I know what I don't like as well. So that's the final um, chef d'oeuvre, as we say in French. <laughs> wow, yeah. And I also wanted to ask you, um, so how did you come up with your stage name, Priest K? So actually, it's a funny story. My real name is Prisca which is a French name, which means wise and ancient. And uh, in French, K says Ka, actually. And I didn't want to uh, change my name because Prisca represents who I am. But in, in English, K is say, is, we say K, we don't say Ka. So a lot of people was reading, instead of saying Prisca, they were saying Prisca. I was like, oh, actually, as... I speak English now, and my songs are all in English, so I'm just going to keep Prisque. So that's how Prisque come come across. But it's actually from Prisca, my original name. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of popifying that name. Um, yeah, uh, you know that name has a lot of in depth like meaning behind it. Um, it do you find yourself? Uh, integrating that kind of hidden or in-depth meaning behind any of your lyrics in your songs? Yes. Uh, Sometimes I use uh, a lot of metaphors in my songs just to make people think a little bit and and reflect. That's one thing that I like doing as well. Do you think you purposely try to make it kind of like hard to understand or is it just... uh, you know, you need a little more processing power to really understand. Yeah, it's not really that hard to understand because when you read it and then you read the, the lyrics and you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's not that hard. It's not, yeah, it's not really difficult. You just need, I just want people to wake up and use a bit their mind as well, <laughs> not just mm-hmm. listening to the beats and all of that, just like to go more into uh, to the lyrics. So yeah. <laughs> pay attention to that as well. Definitely. And I also wanted to ask you, um, so you're talking a little bit in the last segment about how, you know, your recording process and your writing process um, might differ depending on the song. But I wanted to ask you, you know, about your brand new song, Know My Name. Um, what was the writing process and recording process for that song like? Um, okay, so... As I say, I first received the instrumental, and then uh, the instrumental actually leads me to um, to talk about something about how people get judged, how 
we get like put into categories, etc. And then uh, from there, I had like the um, the core is already made up. Uh, I've changed a lot of things as well going through it. And uh, I wanted something new that to surprise people because I never rapped before in my whole life. Never took any um, uh, lesson of rapping. I'm not the best rapper like Cardi B or Nicki Minaj or <laughs> people like that, you know. I'm a singer, full-time singer. So, And then I was like, you know what, let me surprise people and then rap in it. And actually, that rapping part was the breaking through for people there because nobody was expecting it because everyone know that Priska, she sing, but nobody was expecting me to hear, like, the rapping part, even my manager as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds great. I think, yeah, what's really great about rap is um, it's not... It's pretty kind of accessible, you know? Everyone can understand yeah. it. It's not, you True. know, too professionally heavy. It's like, yeah, and it... It turned out really nicely. Yeah. Um, uh, so, talking about you know uh, new music choices and things like that, um, what does your family think about your career and your music choices now that you're performing on your own? Um, they're fully, um, how do you say it? They're fully understanding and supporting me. Um, my mom is very religious person, so. It's a little bit um, hard for her to because I have to go to the world. I will say the world music, but she understand that this is my choice. And uh, my dad, uh, that's my dad. He's just full. He's like music. Music is in our blood. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, it goes back to the whole um, talk of topic of like a support system that we were talking about in the last yeah. segment. And also, um, just kind of bringing the, the conversation back to your new song, Know My Name. Um, so then how long in total did, like, the writing process and the recording process, um, how long do you estimate, like, it took for that song? Wow. The whole thing, if I have a good memory, it took me almost a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. When I say almost a month, I, is, I don't pressure myself when I'm writing. I write when I have the inspiration. So it took a month, but proper working in those months, I would say I've been working on it six, seven times during those whole months. Even the day I was flying from Cyprus to go and record in, uh, in London, I was actually writing the bridge part in the, in the plane. <laughs> oh, wow, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, so I don't pressure myself. When I feel it, I write. So the whole thing took a month. Does uh, for your other songs, does the writing process and figuring out the courses and stuff, uh, does that also come usually pretty slowly? Was that a little bit a little bit faster? Yeah, it comes faster. It's just the writing, like um, the writing lyrics part, which is take long because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I like this part, and then maybe in two weeks time when I'm reading it again, I'm like, oh no, I want to change it to do it like this now. And then uh, until I find the correct one that I know that it will stick in people's head. How do you know when it's correct? It's just about the feeling. (laughs) (laughs) It's just about the feeling. And I'm like, and I try to put myself in um, people's shoes as well. And also 
go and listen to older artists as well. For sure. And yeah. see how do I get them songs to stick in my head. So it's a lot of analyzing and um, there is a lot of work behind it. Like you analyze the song, you analyze how people are going to understand it or they're going to be like, oh, what does she mean by that? Oh, okay, I get it. Is it going to take time for them to understand it? So I have to go through all of that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so it is a very um, kind of drawn-out process because you want to make yeah. it the best it can possibly be. Yes. And I also wanted to ask you then, so how you talked about how you're planning to maybe release your first EP later this year. Is Know My Name and some of your earlier singles going to be on it, or is it going to be, you know, all new work? Um, what are your plans for that? The plans for that, Know My Name will be in on it, definitely. Uh, mm. But most of it will be a lot of new stuff. That I guarantee everyone's going to like. Mm, but awesome. all the song, all the track will be very different from each other. Interesting. And have you thought of like a name or a potential release date? Uh, potentially will be in November. Oh, awesome. Yeah. How are you approaching uh, constructing an album? Because I know some artists really like to make like really in-depth, detailed stories that are very personal to themselves and other artists just try to go for, you know, the sound and the atmosphere more. How are you approaching uh, your new project? Well, I will say a bit of both. So it will be a lot of, like, when I say each track will be different from each other, that's mean that you're going to have a variety of different um, um, music of different type. It would be like some will be R&B. You can find like Afrobeat as well, because obviously coming from Africa, I have to represent. <laughs> And um, yeah, there will be a little bit of like trap music as well. So I would say I will go more into into those kind of things and say that Chris K can do everything, even if my specialty is more into R&B pop soul. So. Right. Yeah, sounds great. I'm excited. <laughs> so uh, unfortunately, it does look like we are out of time now. Uh, I want to thank you once again for coming on today and talking with us. It's been really great. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been really nice talking to you today. Yeah. Uh, audience, check out Pris K at uh, Pris K underscore official music on Instagram and Pris K, Pris dash K on YouTube and Spotify. Her new song, Know My Name, is out now. My name is Kenneth John. And I'm Joven Hundle. Also make sure to pick up BTSWA's brand new anthology, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, at CynthiaBryan.com slash online store, Amazon, or other book retailers. Also find out more information about our show at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and make sure to follow BTSWA and express yourself at btswa.org to support our show and find more information about our literacy and positive media charity has been named a top-rated nonprofit for several years now. Make sure to stick around as we'll be right back with more Express Yourself on the Gift of Activism. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. 
Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our show. My name is Kenneth John, and you're listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And to end our show today, Kenneth and I will be having a discussion on our theme for this week's show, which is the gift of activism. We'll be discussing the concept of activism at large, as well as its personal meanings to both of us. Um, so just kind of to start it off, I think one um, really great activism-related experience of mine was actually... Uh, last year, March 15th, when my school, um, Sherlock High School, actually had, our, well, it wasn't a school sanction, but um, student-run event when we had our walkout in regards to the lack of action on gun reform. So it happened after the um, Parkland shootings, and it happened in high schools all across the nation. But it was just really cool to me um, to see our community really step up, and a lot of kids who might not normally be um, politically inclined or might not necessarily call themselves activists, all really came out and turned out for this amazing event. And so we had this giant walkout in the middle of our fourth period classes, and it was a huge success. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I think it was a great event that really presented a nice opportunity for people to you know, express their opinion in an event that they usually probably wouldn't um, be able to. But I kind of want to point out that... Uh, as you know, if we're sharing opinions here, I feel like it's just a great start. It is, it, it's a good thing to be a part of, but I think it is a great start. I think, um, yeah, with that walkout and stuff, I think it would be important to be, uh, take a few more steps and become more uh, active in that regard if you really want to see change. Because I think uh, it was kind of undercut by the fact that, you know, it was very, uh, the school and the administration and the teachers were very, uh, permissive about the walkout and they were like planning around it and they're like scheduling for uh, kids to be able to do it and it seems kind of weird that like you know a walkout is supposed to be something that's done in the face of opposition but I think it was kind of a nice uh, opportunity for kids to uh, put their foot in the water and kind of see how this thing really works in the future. 
Yeah, I think um, it's actually funny just because um, my school's experiences were a little bit different in terms oh. of we didn't really actually know whether it was going to go through um, just oh. about until an hour or two earlier just because there were some teachers who specifically planned a test like on the day and oh. period of walkout to like discourage any students from taking part. And the administration was originally just going to like um, be like kind of hands off and let the teachers decide what they wanted to do. But then like under a ton of pressure from a lot of parents too, who actually like phoned in to support kids and everything. Um, it ended up being just like on the morning of the walkout, the administration decided to like, um, allow it. But yeah, it's interesting that like, you know, all of our experiences with this kind of differed, but I do definitely think you had a good mm. point about, um, just like the nature of this, like activism related event. I do think like sometimes, you know, we, maybe like stop to pat ourselves on the back a little too early. And when the job's not done, we made me stop working towards our goal. And so I think, yeah, you definitely have a point about um, knowing like what exactly to do if we really want our goals to actually be put into action. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, take back all those statements. Yeah. My experience at my school was a little different where it was very, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess my school is just very liberal about that kind of thing, and uh, it was very, I don't know, kind of passive, I guess. Yeah, but that's kind of great that, like, it caused that much controversy, I guess, because that's, you know, what it's really supposed to be about, even though, you know, it's being disruptive, but it's drawing attention with that disruption. Um, yeah, so I think that, I guess, brings us to, like, the subject of activism opportunities for teens, um, our age, you know, uh, a lot of people are unfortunately just very passive about how they express themselves and, you know, like very casual uh, boycotts and things like that, that they rarely follow for weeks. That really won't too much. I think you do have to kind of, you know, join like a volunteer cause or something like that to really make a difference and really be a part of something. Yeah, and I think that brings up the question of just, like, what exactly activism is. And so there's obviously, um, you know, stuff like how you're talking about, like, boycotts or protests or walkouts for, like, these major nationwide issues. But then also you can apply activism to just something like um, maybe affordable housing or uh, getting the homeless off the streets maybe in your own city and helping with, like, homeless shelters and the like. Or even um, whether it's at school and, like, your local ASP and the student government at your school. So I think there's a lot of different forms activism can take. And um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of different ways for teens to get involved. And so, yeah, I think that was a great little segment, Kenneth. Uh, I'm glad we were able to kind of squeeze in here at the end. Um, I think activism is an extremely important topic of discussion, and especially so for our Teenager Geared show. Fortunately, however, it is time to say goodbye for the week. Um, we do give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Uh, thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Jovan Hundle. And I'm Kenneth Chun. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, go to our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, use your voice and stand up for the things you believe in. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine. 
between the lines if you would let yourself